Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Our Service. I am Steve-O. With me is Cousin Brian. And we are here today to entertain your ears and waste your time. Absolutely. Without further ado, let's get to it. Sorry, my beer was overflowing. <laughs> no worries, man. I didn't know if I had to fill time there or not. I didn't know if you had a, had a seizure there and keeled over and that was it. No, I uh, put some salt in my beer and it slowly started to fizz over right about the time that I started that recording. Very okay. awesome. So how was your week, man? It was really good. Really good, man. It's been busy end of the year stuff uh oh it was a beating i will never schedule um employee reviews annual reviews at the in between that week in between christmas and new year's it's you know why would you do that to yourself i don't know why i did it i don't know why it's a great question um but i did and so i mean it's not the end of the world but like a lot of friends are in town a lot some of you guys are wanting to play golf or do something and I'm actually having to work like a legit eight hours a day, which is. Oh my gosh. That's heartbreaking. It's unusual for me. Oh, this just sounds terrible. Eight whole hours. Eight hours. Well, you know, I take, oh. a, I take like two hours for the gym. So six. Oh, hours. so you work. <laughs> oh, <poor> Steven. <laughs> I know. My heart's breaking. It's a hard, it's a hard life, but somebody's got to do it. My friend. I mean, might as well. Right. So my week was absolutely terrible since you're going to ask me about it. Um, I figured he was going to come into that because we have great chemistry. So what, Brian, how was your week? (laughs) Terrible. So really? Yeah. I'm, I'm a 38 year old man. Jesus. I think, I think I'm, I'm in pretty, pretty decent, uh, physical shape for, for that age. Um, but I went to the gym on Tuesday and I was, I was lifting. I felt a little twinge in my back and I was like, yeah, stretch it out. So I laid down, did my little stretches and, got better. And then, so I went to bed and woke up Wednesday and I couldn't hardly get out of bed. Um, like literally just pain all through my back. And Hmm. so I was like, well, I didn't have to work on Wednesday. So I was like, well, I will, uh, let's let it rest today. You know, and Bree's like, I'll take some ibuprofen and just kind of relax. So I used her pregnancy pillow, which was amazing. By the way, she has this big C shaped pregnancy pillow that like I wrapped around my back and was like, able to prop myself up and like playing Call of Duty and stuff. And, uh, nice. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I told her I'm stealing it after she's done, um, being pregnant, but, uh, yeah. Worthless. So I, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I started feeling better and, uh, come Wednesday night, went to bed and in the middle of the night, I don't know why my body decided to do this, but it decided to arc my back like oh. <laughs> from your from your belly up oh. and i felt this you know like when you're like dead asleep feel this pop in my back and literally from a dead sleep let out a oh. <laughs> 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 and, 
couldn't move, dude. And like, Bri, like woke Bree up, and Bree was like, "What is going on?" I'm like, "Can't move my back. I broke my back. Like, oh my god!" And so <laughs> she was like, "Go to sleep." Like, and I'm like, "Can't sleep." But I laid there and like tried to find a comfy position, and like nothing was working. Yeah, because you're looking maybe, for a comfy position instead of a comfortable yeah. one. Like oh, a, shut up! Like a man should. Yeah, and so I was. I woke up. I don't know. It was six, seven o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep, and I decided I was going to walk out to the sofa and lay down and try to watch some TV or something and get in a more comfortable position. Yeah, and and uh, couldn't find any. Not everything hurt, dude. I mean, Ugh. it was just my whole back was screaming. And uh, so I told Bree, I was like, call the chiropractor, see if you can get me in today. And sure enough, thank goodness I live in a really small town. The chiropractor had an opening like at 11. And yeah. so I get ready to go to the chiropractor. And I go in to put pants on, which I should have just left my shorts on, but no, nope, gotta look good, right? So I go to put my pants on. Sure. And I get my pants. I go to button them. I walk into the bathroom and I lean over to do the zipper, like just kind of barely bend over. And my entire back like cramped. It was like a spasm, like through my entire back. Holy shit. And it put me to the ground, like fell over. Cause I could, like I had to go down and like Brie comes running in. Cause she's like, all I hear is this giant thud. Are you okay? And I'm like, I need help up. I've fallen like, and I can't get up. <laughs> exactly. And so she picks me, like tries to get me up. I finally get up, make it to the car. I get to the chiropractor. He looks me over and he does some adjustments on my back and is like, basically take it easy. You've done, you done fucked up, son. And, oh, like, and so I'm laying there like all day. I like, can't move. But luckily, I saw him at 11. Luckily, like about five, six o'clock at night, I could start feeling some, some relief and, uh, you know, ice it and ibuprofen and all that stuff. And I went back on Monday. So I made it through the weekend, uh, getting better and better. And he said, then the chiropractor told me, he's like, the worst thing that you can do and the worst thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to start feeling better. He's like, so don't do anything. Don't go to the gym. You got to relax. Your back is just all inflamed. You have got to get that inflammation down. So if you start feeling better, take it easy. And uh, so I went back Monday. I didn't go to the gym all the rest of the week, obviously. And then Monday, he did a couple more small adjustments on me. But I'm in the clear now. Everything feels great. I uh, actually went back to the gym and did light lifting session. But it got me thinking about back pain. Because, you know, my dad had back pain, but he had like five or six surgeries. Like, he yeah. had lower back issues. Like, he was just screwed up, right? And I'm like, yeah. I'll never do that to myself. Um, <laughs> but it made me, made me want to do some research on some back pain and, and how many, like, how many people does it affect? And you know, what's the most, you know, common cause of back pain, all that stuff. So I was going to go into, it. I was going to dive into it. If you, if you, if you want to go down that little yes. rabbit hole with me. I do, but I do have some questions on your back pain thing. Okay. On your story. So where you said your entire back. Yeah. So it was my the most pain came from like dead middle of my back, like just right below my shoulder blades. And, but when it spasmed like that, so your body, like he was saying, your body's natural 
which is terrible, right? So if you have a pinched nerve or something that's causing your body pain, your body's natural reaction, especially around the spinal column, is to tense every single muscle that is there to try to protect it from doing more pain. Right, right, So your right. body, your body causes you more pain to keep you from moving. Hurting. Yeah. <laughs> so basically it's trying to, to stabilize whatever is hurt and basically fires every muscle. And so my entire back would seize up Jeez. and dude, it was excruciating. If you ever like a, like a calf cramp or like a forearm cramp yeah. or anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just imagine that shooting through like the whole, your whole back No, is what happened to me. No, I don't want to. No, thank you. Dude, it, like I thought I knew pain. I've broken bones. Like it broke my nose. I've dislocated my thumb, dislocated my shoulder. Like my shoulder was pretty intense, but that like, it was just instant flipping. You're not moving an inch. You're done, son. Lay down and you're yeah, done. Dude. See, like, that's, so that's that back pain has always freaked me out. I'm, I grew up with a friend who his dad's had back surgery. His brother always had back pain. They're, I mean, they're really tall, so I feel like I was never really that worried about getting it because they're like half his height. But right, fair enough. Uh, but I just, it's something that's always freaked me out. So even I've tweaked not my nothing around my spine that mm-hmm. I can remember. If I did, it wasn't enough for me to remember it at this moment. But I just lifting. I have like it seemed like I strained some muscles or something. Maybe it was behind my shoulder blades or mm-hmm. kind of higher up or lower, whatever. But it, but man, any time that it was like a slight tweak, I'd be like, well, nope, taking, I can take a week off. You know, <laughs> because it, man, it freaked me out. It always did because it seemed like everybody I know, especially like lower back pain, yeah. anybody I know that has it, like that shit never goes away. Yeah. Like it's always an issue. Like that's what they're like. Some of the research I was looking at, not say that I did, I read people's research. Um, lower back pain, um, 90% of lower back pain is resolved in six weeks with no reoccurrences. Damn. But, yeah, but it the one of the stats I was looking into that a sedimentary lifestyle, basically being lazy, mm-hmm. is. Uh, the cause of 54% of all back problems. Holy shit. Yeah. So get up off your ass and start moving. But uh, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, And one out of four, um, one in four are poor physical health. Right. So if you have back problems, you're probably fat. Like I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Well, no, I'm not kidding. It is one in four in poor physical health. And having a sedimentary lifestyle adds to that, like basically poor posture, right? Cause I'm guilty of this. I slouch really bad all the time. Yeah. Poor yeah. posture because you don't fire those muscles. Right. And they're saying like sedimentary too, is not just being lazy. It's like, if you have a desk job and you're sitting down all the yeah, time, that's what, see, that's what I was thinking <clears throat> is, uh, you're, you're not firing those muscles in your back to keep everything erect and keeping you aligned. And so when you do stand up, they did a study where they found like these people that worked in office chairs, they made them stand up and within two hours, like 90% of them started having back pain because their muscles are just weak. They Mm -hmm. don't work out their muscles. And so, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. The amount of pain I went through. Like I, I, 
I've had people like at work and before like, Oh, my back hurts my back. I'm like, I'll shut up and work through it. Right. Like you're just trying to get out of work, dude. If that's the way they felt, I feel terrible. Cause I'm like, if that was, (laughs) I'm a dick. If if they really felt that bad, they're like, I can't my back. I'm like, God, go push through. Like, well, that's the thing is it's like, you forget, you know, like, okay, I've had shoulder pain, shoulder issues too. And mm-hmm. that stuff sucks. I mean, your shoulder has like, I don't know, the most planes of movement, like all that crap. But, and it's, it's annoying and it can get really painful, but I don't know, man, you just, it's hard to imagine, you know, how many nerves and all the stuff that goes through your spinal cord and just mm-hmm. tweaking any of that, man. I've got a, an employee actually who she's going through it now. She's already, I think she's had one back fusion Lower, in her lower spine where they fused two, um, I don't even know what they fused, to be honest with you. Um, and they, it, like, it's really, so she just recently, he was telling me, he's like, man, I'm going to have to go. Like, they went to the MRI. They went to a couple other things. And they just, she is in so much pain. Um, he will wake up and she will, like, she had to go to another room because she just couldn't get comfortable. So she's trying to sleep on a different bed. And right. it, she... He'll like go. He said the other night he just walked over there to check on her, and she's just sitting there crying. Because oh, she's yeah. not, even like, if she's not moving, it's just pain. Yeah, and that's like, that's, that's the way horrible. mine was. Like when I laid down, like and this isn't like I said, this isn't chronic, right? This is I basically he said I sprained my back, right? So this was just kind of like a sure. one-off thing. And but like I can only imagine people who have like like bone grinding on bone because you lost your disc or your disc is herniated or something like that, the amount of pain just from my muscle, like there's not even like bone pain, like nerve. This is just muscle pain. Yeah. That put me down. Right. Yeah. And they, I, and, can't, you know, I can't even ugh. imagine like living every single day with like bone on bone and your body's like firing your muscles to try to keep it from causing more pain and like just causing more pain on top of that pain. And yeah, I, dude, I can understand why people get addicted to like oxycodone and like all those extremely like those those painkillers are through the roof because of their back pain. And I've heard of some people taking that and didn't even touch it. See, that's that's what she's doing. She's at the point now, like hydrocodone and stuff's not it's not doing anything to it. <clears throat> I mean, crazy. she's in so much pain, she can't. It just it won't touch it. And now, like she's probably gonna have to have another surgery. And it's just it's uh, insane, man. It's like once you screw it up, dude it's it's bad like they say one of the things i said that like 80 percent of the people on this planet will have back pain at one time or another in their life right sure and it, you know depending on you know very it's a one or it's a 10 or whatever right right and they say 16 million american adults will have have, have had had a recent bout well, i think that's within two weeks of uh back pain so that's just like a reoccurring number right Mm -hmm. so basically every two weeks another 16 million americans this is american adults i don't know about worldwide it didn't say anything but then there's an eight percent of excuse me i got the hiccups eight percent of all american or eight percent of all adults have persistent or chronic back pain and it is the sixth most costly condition to the workforce jeez well, because you can't costs, do anything. No, and it it's the leading cause of work loss days. So, like, basically calling in sick 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's the leading cause. It costs, this is what blew me away. It costs a hundred billion dollars per year for healthcare and incident. Uh, yeah, in, uh, in, 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 I Come on, talk. I can get you. You it, can do it. I know. I can read. I promise. A hundred billion per year healthcare and incident costs. Jeez. So that's like, that's you know what you have to pay for healthcare. Healthcare pays for it, and also like loss, like day loss, and like work work off. Sure, like yeah. You Production lost your pay lost. for that day and stuff. Yeah. And so, it is an extremely expensive, and it's the most common. It's the most common workplace uh, injury. That's why, like, when you when you're like in the oil field and stuff, like we all used to make fun of them, right? When I was first starting, oh yeah, they have all like the lifting, like do not lift and jerk on a sideways motion, and you're like, yeah, what idiot would do that? And you don't realize that you do it every day. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. because oh, it's just a twenty pound box, or it's just a twenty pound, you know, this or that. Like, you know, we're used to putting up heavier weights, or you know, I'm a man, I can lift heavy things, and I right. need your help, and and you end up, and it's, and it's all a lot of it. They say back is uh, accumulative, so it it doesn't like so. Let's say you lift a 180 pound box or something in a jerking, twisting motion, you're not going to feel it immediately. <laughs> yeah. But if you do it repetitively and you do it often enough, like it's your back is just going to suffer later on in yeah, life. You're going to grind down on it, right? Mm-hmm. I would assume. I mean, I would like almost like your knees. Like eventually, that cartilage and stuff is just going to start to to dissipate in between your um, spinal mm-hmm. bones. Yeah, they, I, I, I saw a thing they were talking about the battle of Little Bighorn, and I know this is kind of like a rabbit hole, but yeah, they're saying that that cavalrymen back in the old west that they did they dug up some people at the battle of Little, Little Bighorn or whatever, and they could tell the cavalrymen because they had no more discs in their back from riding horses and being pounded all day like that, just that pounding on horseback. Oh my god. That most of them like shrunk like two or three inches through their whole life because they lose the discs in their back. See, that's insane. And because, well, I'm not the, I get the horse part. Um, but like using your back and strengthening your back, like I think that's, that's a weird like misnomer, misconception because I've been talking to my, my physical therapist because I had some weird things with my knees. And we've talked about just like back pain and just all these things. And so, you know, they're strong. They're starting to figure out and this might be a good segment or good thing to talk about later. Maybe next show is, is that they're starting to do these studies and they're starting to find out or figure out that like statistically, if the stronger, not like big, but the stronger you are as a person, the harder you are to kill essentially like by disease or you're just a healthier person. Usually these people, yeah. they deal with it, things um, like sicknesses. Like yeah. Like their, their immune systems are stronger, like everything's stronger. And a lot of, there's a direct, just like we were talking about with um, you were talking about grip strength and that's what we, that's how mm-hmm. we got on it. And I asked my, let's talk my physical therapist about all that. So mm-hmm. then we got into like use it or lose it kind of stuff. And we talked about like lifting and she, that's the same thing she told me with my knees. And she's like, no, whatever you do, even though it's like you need to keep squatting, just even if it's body right. weight, your tendons need con- need tension. They get yep, stronger. They you, feel better. And you yeah, can't just you not use, use it. it yeah. You, you're, you create weakness, right? And like um, I read a thing too. They're talking about um, 
humans and, and our and our muscular strength and that like we only use like a third of what our muscles can actually do because if we were to actually use all of our muscle you would tear every tendon and ligament yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, it, that's the weak point is our tendons and ligaments like there was a guy somewhere out rock climbing and a slab of rock broke off and he was he pressed it it was like a five thousand pound thing of right he pressed it off his chest and like pushed it over the top of him he tore every ligament in his shoulders but he got the rock off of him yeah and it's like we are we are very capable of extraordinary things it's just our ligaments and tendons can't take it but you got to keep working them out and that's the thing with exactly i talked to my dad he always gives me well he used to give me a lot of crap about continuing to lift heavy because i don't really have anything Mm -hmm. to lift heavy for other than just like I mean, I guess my ego very strong. Yeah, yeah. it's just fun to be able to lift heavy things and put them on the ground and lift them up again and then put them on the ground and yeah. lift them up again and put them on the ground and lift them up again and put them on the ground. But right, for some it reason like that's it's like a, a repetition. Yeah, for some reason that's that's fun for me. But yeah. I, like it's I do deadlifts and he's like, "Man, you don't you shouldn't be doing like de- like heavy deadlifts so there's no reason anymore. You don't you're not doing you're not competing in anything anymore." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I was like, "Dad, I don't think it's it's not bad for you. You got to still like keep strong." I'm not like trying to do one rep maxes anymore, but I'm still trying to lift heavy. Right. And so I told my physical therapist that I was like, my dad thinks I should stop lifting heavy. Mm. And he's just, he just kind of looked at me and he's like, if your form is fine, you should continue to lift heavy. He's like, if you're right, hurt, obviously don't. But if you're not hurt, you can, you need to keep going. He's like, that's better for you. It will prevent pain. It'll prevent joint pain and back pain mm-hmm. as long as you're doing it right. Right. And I guess that's another like kind of crazy thing about like back, back pain, like trying to get your back stronger. If you don't do it right, you'll, <laughs> you'll hurt it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> How'd you hurt your back? I try to make it stronger. I was trying to do like this move. rehab thing and it popped again. Yeah. And that, like, to me, it's, it's not a catch 22 because you, you need a strong back. You have to strengthen your back but you do, you need to do it in a way that you aren't going to cause yourself injury, you know? Right. Right. And so that's when you're like talking about form, like proper form about having a straight, like, and like when I was, when I was lifting heavier than I am now, I'm trying to get back up there. But like when I was doing it, I had a guy that we lifted together and he was, he was a stickler on if we were doing deadlifts and my back bent just a hair. Like if I had been doing mm-hmm. like two, like it was yeah, like yeah. my, fifth set and I was like on rep number four and like my back would bend just a hair out of like form. He would just like, he would scream, drop it. And he's like, you're done. He's like, you don't need to go anymore. You're already fatigued. Your muscles are done. You're going to hurt yourself if you continue. And I've kind of carried that through to like, you know, me getting back into the gym. If I feel myself kind of start really struggling with something and I feel my form go to crap, I just drop it. I'm just done. You know, right. I didn't get the last two reps. When you tweet your back. Well, I don't know what I did. That's the crazy part is it wasn't one, one motion. That I was like, Oh, that was it. Yeah, it just, yeah. I don't know. I was doing chest too. Oh, my back yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know like what I did, but apparently I sprained it. And here I am. Core. Yeah. I do need to start doing some, you need to do some planks. Yep. No, not just sit-ups. You need to do planks because those bitches suck. But they're good for you, man. They're good for your core. They're good. That's it's it's your whole 
core. Whole core. You know, yeah. Right? Like it's the whole no, thing. I agree. No, I use it a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh that was my week, man. Just complete pain, complete just I could not believe that, that I was I felt like like I know what it feels like to be at someone else's mercy. Like, babe, please help me move. Like you can't <laughs> couldn't do anything, man. Yeah. Like I dreaded that I might have to poop. You're just gonna have to pull it out of me. You're just gonna have to pull I'm gonna leave. I just can't get up. <laughs> just give me a bedpan and I'm just gonna poo right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. Well my uh this weekend, uh actually two weekends ago, so we two weekends ago, it was a Sunday after Christmas, and I have a friend come over. And we got, I got a little back workout myself because um, I had a tree, and I'll put it on Instagram, but I had a tree that uh, probably about four months ago now, we had some pretty strong winds, a strong, weird, like, storm at night came through. Oh, hold on. When, when you say strong wind, what are you talking about? So I don't know about up there, up like, because it's like a 50-foot tree. Um, okay. So it's probably... I don't know. Like I think we had 30 or 40 mile an hour, like straight, I don't know about straight winds, but we had gusts. I would say 30, 40 mile an hour winds with like up to 50 mile an hour gusts. Maybe. Okay. Maybe okay. it was that big. Decent. Right. So, and we get, and we would get some wind in here, um, in North Texas, pretty good. Every once in a while, go, you'll get those straight winds that are kind of crazy. that come out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. but so we, I don't know, man. And I don't, honestly, I don't even want to say it was 50 because it, it, it's a weak tree. So my neighbors, the whole reason we cut it down. Its core wasn't strong? Apparently not. It wasn't doing enough planks. Pun <laughs> intended. Thank you. Uh, uh, so I, the, I think the, um, my neighbor, he said that it's just the second time, like a big chunk of it is broken off, just snapped off in the last five years. And it is a really tall tree, but it's not super thick tree. Um, it's a mm-hmm. some type of elm tree for arborists out there. And we, it's like the just the top, just the tip, snapped off. Just for a second, just, just the to tip. see how it feels. Yep, and and it uh, it basically just broke off, and then it wedged itself in the rest of the top of the tree. Okay, yeah, and it's yeah, a yeah. good piece of it. So we're thinking, well, shit, this thing's gonna fall in the next few days. Next, whatever wind thing we get, we're gonna, it's gonna hit, it's gonna fall. Well, it doesn't. It's just stuck up there. So finally, <laughs> my neighbor, who is older than me and wiser, says, "Well, I think we should." Uh, and technically, this is my tree, by the way. And so he's like, "Hey, you know, what do you think we should do about this thing?" He's like, "I'm really starting to worry about it. Like, at some point, randomly, it's gonna fall out of this thing and crush a car." Cause it's like or right, kid or something. yeah, it's right next to his driveway, but technically it's on my side of the yard and it's a huge tree. So I'm like, yeah, we need to get it down. So I get a quote. It's going to cost like 1600 bucks. He's a great Good dude Lord. Yeah, to cut it down, remove it, all that and grind, grind the stump down. I know it's ridiculous. So he, but he is like, Hey, sounds fine with me. Let's half it. He's like, it's like 800 bucks. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at first I was okay with it. And I'm thinking, man, you know, I got a buddy and his name is Ryan. Oh Oh, no. Please tell me this goes horribly wrong. No. A little little bit. It goes wrong a little bit. Yeah. You cheapskate. So, and this is generally like my nature is, uh, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'll pay someone. 
I'm not right. mechanically inclined at all. I'm not a Mr. Fix-It. I, I, I'm good at a lot of manly things. That is not one of them. Can't fix mm-hmm. random things. I have no patience. I'm terrible at it. That and cars. Oh. Terrible at cars. No, thank you. So I'm like, look, I've been doing some research. I've cut down a few trees, with, but it's with, it's with an axe. And I'm not kidding. I got really in, like super nerd into this, into axes, which are so fun, by the way. Um, no, and there are. is very little as satisfying as cutting down a decent sized tree. Now I hadn't cut anything this big, but some right. decent sized trees had some friends, uh, some neighbors and had a couple oak trees die right. and they weren't close to the house. Like they were not huge. They were pretty like we, we could cut them down. So I was like, dude, I want to do it with my ax. Cause I had been watching all these YouTube videos. Cause I knew there was a certain way. <sighs> You're right. It's called felling a tree. To fell a yes, tree, there's is. a correct way, there's a wrong way, all this stuff. Well, I wasn't going to attempt this big one, but but your buddy was. Nah, but I did have a friend. <laughs> now, to his credit, actually, to my credit, I did. He. It's not like he's never done it. So he used to work for. Have you ever heard of Team Rubicon? Nope. Okay, so Team Rubicon's like a nonprofit, and it takes volunteers. Most ninety nine percent of them are veterans. And they're a disaster relief um, volunteer group. So anytime you okay. have like Hurricane Harvey, any of the hurricanes, big tornadoes, like I'm sure her, um, over there in Kentucky, they're probably there right now, Team Rubicon. And it's just a bunch of like, most of them are vet. I think almost all of them are veterans. I think it was started by like a general or a, like a Fulberg colonel or something. They just, they, mm-hmm. they get these guys, fly them in, and then they help with whatever they can. Well, he was one of their chainsaw guys. And to okay. be a chainsaw guy, you had he had to pass like all these courses. He had to learn and take these certification courses, and he he did this like four years ago. So it's not like a crazy long time ago, right? And not so, like thirty years ago, right? It's not like oh yeah, oh yeah, I think so. Back it in was, my twenties, I used to cut trees all day long when I was a lumberjack. Right? No, this was this was like three four years ago, and. Yeah, they trained him on like wedges and reading, and they're they're felling trees that have been twisted by tornadoes, so they're all jacked up, and it's just it's they're just you know it's just not simple like little cut. Oh yeah, cut here a little V shape, do a little back cut, you're good. Yeah, but like here's the thing: if they screw up, what are they going to crush a house that's already been destroyed by a tornado? Correct. So, right. I'm guessing the precision wasn't on. Probably point. not. I just, but I like so he gets here, and I'm like looking at him. And really, honestly, it would have gone so much better if we just would have done it on a different day. But he lives in uh, College Station, and he was here, and he was mm-hmm. leaving the next day. So we were kind of like, ah, let's just do it. We shouldn't have done it. Uh, there was probably like 10 to 15 mile an hour winds blowing the opposite way we wanted. We needed it to fall. Mm-hmm. And probably higher than that when you get that high up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but it was it was a it was the wrong wind. Um, he cut the face cut and everything's fine. Everything's going good. We've got my neighbor and probably like five other people. Renee's sitting in the street to get, keep people from going in the street in the road. I do have this on <laughs> GoPro, by the way. Most of it. Oh, I can't wait to um, see this. So at some point, I'm gonna I gotta edit it. I don't know how much of it all I got because I know the battery died. Because uh, this ended up taking way way longer, longer. than it's supposed to. But then I kind of, we're sitting there in the back cut. I'm watching the wedged part up in the tree, just making sure that thing doesn't move because that sucker is mm-hmm. going to come down and kill one of us 
or kill right. him by the tree. So he's sitting there. He's st- he starts his back cut, and I understood that he told me the plan. It made sense to me with very little I know. I did make I'm like okay, yeah, I get I get at least with the axe and cutting some trees down. I understand like the very very basics, and that's all mm-hmm. of a face cut and a back cut and where they generally need to be. Right. So he starts saying, all right, we're going to do the back cut, and I'm going to put these wedges in. Once I get it going, we'll just bang in the wedges and start pushing it one way, and we should be fine. Just very right. gradually, very you know, very carefully, just make it go the other again. Uh, just falling into into the road, nothing's going to get hurt. And then he gets his chainsaw stuck. Oh no! In the back cut. And well, you know what that means, right? That it's pushing so, back that way. Exactly, it pinched it. Yes. <laughs> So that should have been clue number one. That was clue number one, but it was too late because <laughs> the face cut had already been done. And then, so that broken piece, and I said it, I will say it again. I even told Renee, I was like, I looked him in the eye and I was like, are you sure you want to do this? Because the wind is blowing in the wrong direction. The tree is already leaning in the wrong direction because of the, I mean, it's generally a perfectly straight tree. Except that broken, huge broken piece that's wedged up there is putting more weight on the backside. And I was like, dude, are you sure? Like, I don't, I mean, I'll pay someone to do it. Like, it's not. And he looks right. at it and he's like, nah, I mean, I think nah. not going to be a problem. Hold my, hold my beer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so. Was there we, alcohol involved? No. No. Okay. No one had been drinking at this point. We drank later to clean while we were cleaning. No, so no alcohol whatsoever. Everybody's sober and careful and he's cutting the back cut it gets pinched the chain gets everything gets stuck we have to it takes forever for us to get enough the wedges in enough to get it out so we finally get it out and i'm thinking all right this is that is when i started thinking like ah shit this is probably not good so then as we're doing this we finally get it out we're about to do make another towards the back cut. Another guy can another neighbor comes who apparently is a general contractor. I know the dude okay, and he starts he's like, "Dude, that tree's not going to fall the way you want it to fall. The way it's standing right, right now, he's like, it's not going to. It's going to go the other way." And we're like, "Okay," and he's like, and he he's like, "Look, I know this is like a macho thing, and I'm not trying to t- show you how it is." And me and r- my buddy Ryan both go, "Yeah, no, no, it's not macho at all. What do you got? What? <laughs> this is clearly not going the right way." Right, this so, isn't going in our direction. No, we're like, Please dude, help. he's like, all right, so the wind is really screwing you guys right now. We're like, yeah, we know. So we get some rope. I climb up there on a ladder, which was not even close to halfway, and then I am like on the very edge of the ladder, top of the ladder. I throw a rope to get it around the tree as best I can, as high up as I can on the, on the deal, climb down, tie the rope off around the tree trunk, and then get down, we connect that to two ratchet straps traps and mm-hmm. then two metal chains because that's how okay. f- and anchored it to a street, uh, a tree across the street to pull it right in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. We had to piece this shit together. So then we start, we have like a wire ratchet. So we, uh, we start ratcheting it backwards, pulling it towards the thing and everything's working great. And then we, but we run out of slack. We can't ratchet anymore. And it's right. just not enough, and it's not going anywhere. So we make the back cut. It starts to pop, but it starts to move the wrong way. And so we're like, shit. So then I go and get my Jeep, which has a winch on it, and I run it, drive the Jeep back behind the tree, the anchor tree, 
which was plenty mm-hmm. distance away from the actual tree, from the fall of the tree. So then we ha- hook my ratchet, my um, winch up winch. Yep. to about halfway through the chain, about as far as we could, and we start to slowly inch it forward. Mm-hmm. And it is working beautifully. This thing is ro- is rocking or coming towards us. It's starting to crack. A couple more big pops. We're like, here it comes. It's about to fall forward. We're great. Ratchet strap, strap breaks. Oh, no. And so it's leaning forward, and then it swings backwards <laughs> and snaps. <laughs> it falls backwards the wrong way. Oh, no. It takes out a whole nother tree, breaks another whole tree in half, a much smaller. Nice. It was a small, shittier tree that had like almost. No, is, this, was, is that still in your yard? Or is no, this, this, is, this is in my neighbor's yard. My friend. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. And then as it goes through, it gets wedged in those trees and then it's like stuck in the ground. And so this was not my idea, but everybody else was like, we should just pull, put the straps around the bottom of the tree and then just pull it out. At least get it on the ground. Cause right now it's sitting right. up in some more trees. Suspended. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, I don't think this thing's going anywhere for the next like day. I'm just going to call the dude who gave me that first quote and tell him to come pick this shit up and I'll pay whatever I need to pay. Right, please clean up my mess. Right, that I have just made. Exactly. And if I would have hired you, it would have been done correctly. It would have been done way, way faster, safer, and correctly. Right. Although I will say, we everybody was very safe. No one was even close to being hurt. We, everybody was really very yeah, far like from it. it. It was just, it just didn't go I'm the sure right way. Your, I'm sure, I had your PPE on. And, oh yeah, yeah. We had glasses yeah. on and hard hats. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. One guy was wearing a knight's metal suit. We're good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he, as long as you had your reflective vest on, nothing can hurt you. Right. Well, yeah, so, I had a PT belt on, so there you go. what the fuck else yeah. do I need? Yeah. Good. So, yeah. So we, they decide everybody as a group decides to pull this fucking tree out from the bottom. <laughs> it's a group decision. Yeah. Except for me. I'm like, nah, I just want to pay. So I'm done. I want to, I'm one out of this. Right. We pull it down. It starts to, it rolls out of the trees and lands right on my metal fence. <laughs> and by some miracle, it only bent one panel. Oh wow, dude the 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 top of that metal, the metal deal of the the iron fence. It's a cast iron fence. It mm-hmm. it went through into it punctured the trunk of the tree. Oh, I have boy. pictures of it. Like it's unbelievable. We were all like, I cannot believe it. It didn't just crush that fence. I mean, I'm talking yeah, this a sucker. Sturdy fence. This must this tree must weigh ten thousand pounds at least, like it right. was very big and very heavy, and it didn't it didn't just kind of bent it. I mean, I'm gonna have to replace that panel, but that's it, only the panel. And there was a string of Christmas lights that were going growing down it. Not one of the bulbs broke. Now, what kind of lights are those? That's what I need. I don't know, but that's <laughs> what we were all laughing. We're like, and so I looked at my buddy Ryan. I was like, one, I hate you. Two. Right. For his, for this to go bad, I felt like it went about as good as it could right. to go bad, right? Like this was the right. worst, the best kind of bad, the best worst case scenario possible. I'm like, it, it is unbelievable. So then we spent the next like four hours or three hours cleaning it up, and it was, and my back, my back soreness came from picking up those giant ass. We bucked the the trunk, and dude, those pieces are, I mean, they're at least 250 pounds each. There's a mm-hmm. couple that were heavier, bigger, and 
it's impressive. It is, it is so mind blowing. Like you, you just don't understand how heavy a tree is like that until you pick up just a small piece of the trunk and you're like, Holy, Oh yeah. There's like, well, like, you know, growing up all our, all our heat came from wood. And so every fall, me and my dad and mom, we would go up and we would, we would fall trees or fell trees, Mm -hmm. chop them up and put them in the back of the truck and go. And we had, you know, dad was pretty good at it. He taught me how to, you know, the face cut and your back cut and, you know, which way you want the tree to fall and all that stuff. And I always think it's hilarious because he would never let me run the chainsaw because he's like, I don't want you screwing up. And one day he, he fell a tree. <laughs> misjudged how tall it was and because he was like following it towards the truck and i was like oh, no. the truck? And he was like no nah, it's fine i can see the angle uh, and he <laughs> hit the back of the truck and put a big old <laughs> dent in the back of the truck he didn't speak to me or mom like the whole time we were like running the tree and like cutting it up and like it's just basically not a word was said like you know? no one acknowledged it <laughs> then it hit the truck I cannot imagine. I there's no no possible way I couldn't have been like, mm, didn't I ask about the truck? And then just ran into <laughs> yeah. the woods. Not with my dad. <laughs> uh, Not if I wanted to live off the mountain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, didn't I tell you about the? Uh, you just heard the chainsaw cut back on. <laughs> Take out one of your legs. <laughs> Jesus, that's such an overreaction. Well, I mean, I'm glad it, I'm glad that you have a story out of it and it didn't cause too much damage. You know, no, you I don't think just, it like, caused too much damage. House. And I think, but I mean, God. you might have you might have lost some street cred with your neighbors, though. I think we lost a lot of street cred with the neighbors. Um, yeah. I mean, and he came and helped, and I told I I apologized to him like 14 times, and I was like, dude, you're right, I was wrong, I should have just paid it. And he's like, you know he just started laughing. I mean, he was just giving me a hard time the whole time. And he's like, well, I mean, what do you expect? It's two army guys working together. This is, this is what right. we get. And it was, it was fine. And, there to been like, Hey, the trajectory of this tree is not going to fall correctly. The angle right. is, is not correct. Uh, let's do some math. On, on let me this. sit let's down. Sit down. Let me sit down in this chair for a minute and look at it. Um, yeah, and figure it out. And then got up out of the chair and actually would have done, done the job correctly. You know, so probably just wouldn't have done the job. I've been like, no, just pay the fucking guy. This is this is a big ass tree. <laughs> why why are you doing this? Do this? Yeah, man, it was it was bad, but it went good for not going well or not. Right, it, went, exactly. it did not go according to plan. No one was hurt. But it didn't yeah, exactly, but it was okay. So That's very awesome. interesting. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, well, I'm glad you came out of it all right. And like I said, you got a good story to tell. Yeah. Probably lost some street cred with the, with the neighbors. Not going to call you to do anything too manly in the near future, but you know, maybe nope. you can redeem yourself down They're the not going to do anything with the tree, at least. So, oh well. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, hope uh, you have a good week, good rest of your week, and I will see you. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk again uh, around the same time next week. All right, sounds good, man. All right, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, guys. Hope you guys have a good one, and uh, we will be back next week for some other random stuff. So, thanks. All right, end it, drop it, send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.